Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 10, which aired uh, March 6th through March 8th, the day after Fastlane, uh, and uh, consists of Raw episode 1241, SmackDown 916, 205 Live number 15, NXT number 381, and Main Event 231. Uh, let's start out with my rankings of the week. Um, I'm going to try to do this every week if uh, I think this is a good way to, to, to briefly overview everything um, instead of having to go beat by beat through every single thing that happens in each episode. But uh, number one, Talking Smack. Talking Smack was fantastic this week. Uh, my number two show of the week was SmackDown Live. And then 205 Live, and then Main Events at number four. Number five was Raw, and number six was NXT. NXT, I was just the least excited about anything that happened. Raw, we at least had some action from Chris Jericho. And uh, kind of the, the fallout from the, uh, the Universal Championship match on Sunday night. Um, as disappointing as some things may have been on the pay-per-view, um, at least the stuff with Chris Jericho is a, a bit exciting, and uh, and Samoa Joe, which turned turned out to actually to to also be stuff with Chris Jericho. Um, so uh, then I have my top three matches of the week. Number one, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton on SmackDown Live. Number two was Austin Aries versus Tony Nice over on 205 Live. And then my number three match for the week was on main event. We had Jack Gallagher and Mustafa Ali versus Noam Dar and Tony Nice. So I, I recommend checking out uh, main event this week just for that match. And I'll talk a little about it, a little bit more about it later. Uh, that match is the second match of the episode, so if you watch on Hulu, um, skip ahead to the 30-minute mark to get right into that match. Um, we also had, uh, what was the other match that we had on main event? I may as well talk about these both right now, get main event out of the way. Um, the, the, the first match of that episode was Jinder Mahal versus Curtis Axel. Jinder Mahal won. Uh, some some of the things that I loved about this tag team cruiserweight match was uh, the ending. We had Jack and Mustafa working together really well. We had Jack clear house with a couple of headbutts, and then he tags in Mustafa Ali to finish the job on Dar with a uh, inverted 450 splash. So that was pretty awesome. Um, there's also a funny, really funny moment early on in the match when Jack does his vertical um, above the ropes thing, vertical upside down inversion, headstand, handstands inversion, uh, suspended uh, upside down, whatever you want to call it. Probably nothing that I just said, or maybe one or two of the words that I just said. Um, while he's doing that, we had Noam Dar tag in Tony Nice, and then Jack uh, kind of fends him off, still upside down, and then Tony Nice tags Noam Dar back in. He's like, hey, hey, I tried. Go go, go back and, and take care of this. 
Um, so yeah, lot, lots of great moments other than those two things, but uh, the the ending and that little exchange really puts boosted that for me. Um, so now I'm done talking about main events. Go watch that part, that segment of main event. Excellent match. Um, and then uh, my top three other segments. <clears throat> so this can be anything that isn't a match. So it could be uh, a video package, uh, Austin Aries' beautiful package. It could be um, an interview or uh, other other promo sort of thing. Um, well, this this week my number one segment was the Miz on Talking Smack. Um, I won't even try to summarize it here, but uh, pretty pretty awesome and intense. And uh, special mention to his promo on SmackDown Live after uh, one of the matches. And I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, number two was Austin Aries' interview with Neville on, uh, on Raw. Uh, it ended with a question. Well, not so much a question, more of a statement. Whack! Takes out Neville, and he uh, pretty much challenges everyone, anyone, well, uh, actually, this is the day after on 205 Live. He, uh, he challenges anyone who has a problem with him to, uh, to bring it to the ring. And uh, the first person to answer that is Tony Nese, which, uh, as I had mentioned, was my second favorite match of, of, the, of the week. Um, we'll talk about that more in a second. And then my uh, number three favorite segment was Alexa Bliss on Talking Smack. Um, I didn't care so much for the blissertation, mostly because I don't like <laughs> I don't like that wordplay. Uh, at least w- written out on the screen, said out loud, I, I I like it more and more. But written out in text, it's it, it makes me uh, it, it, it makes me sigh with sadness but then uh, but then they say it out loud and I'm like okay that, that okay that's fine but then i see it written out again and I'm like god blissertation uh no, no that's not my number three moment of, of the week not the blissertation but her uh her appearance on talking smack afterwards particularly when she's explaining how she brought mickey james into um back into uh what is that word relevancy is that it that she's uh back into the fold of importance um and she said i i I called her up and i said hey mickey and and daniel bryan said did you say hey mickey you're so fine and right into it right in rhythm alexa bliss you're so fine you blow my mind no it was perfect perfect moment and uh, I don't even remember anything else that happened during that interview, but that was that that was that was enough for me to love that segment. All right, so let's talk about what happens on the episodes. Um, Chris Jericho wants Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Uh, this opened Raw. Uh, Joe attacks Sammy to the rescue, so we end up with Kevin versus Sammy. Uh, Kevin wins with a pop-up powerbomb. And then later on, uh, almost the main event, basically the main event, 
we had uh, Samoa Joe versus Chris Jericho, and Samoa Joe won via countout after applying the coquina clutch outside of the ring. He uh, did it long enough for Jericho to get knocked out, and he just leaves him there. But as he celebrates his victory, Jericho regains his wits and hits uh, sneaks back into the ring and hits Samoa Joe with a code breaker. So uh, that was that was a nice tag to that to that match, and I'd say that match was my favorite of of Raw. Um, still nowhere near uh, the quality of of my top three. But anyway, uh, earlier on, well, actually, actually, this match was 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 better. Uh, Neville defeats Rich Swan with the Rings of Saturn, and then we get that interview with uh we get that interview with uh with austin aries afterwards uh i like that he calls him commentator the way he pronounces that really uh in that uh condescending way go back to your table commentator that (laughs) that was a really bad uh imitation of neville's accent but um anyway anyway uh that that part was great uh, when Gold- Goldberg comes out and he addresses everybody, thanks everybody, and uh, Paul Heyman comes out, Brock Lesnar comes out, Brock Lesnar hits him with an F5 um, after offering his hand for a handshake for the longest while. He gets called Brock's B, B word, um, but uh, this whole time I was thinking, and I was, I was doing it a little bit also to see, to kind of test the waters. That uh, the Goldberg chant is um, not so not so cool if you do it in a silly voice. So I, I was going Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. Um, not doesn't sound like you're calling for for uh, some some uh, badass fighter. It's it sounds like you're uh, you're calling for your your bird. Bird Goldberg. Goldberg. Um we had a uh, the the women Bailey uh talking about her win that she's kind of ashamed as Sasha comes out and says, "Hey, I want to fight you at WrestleMania." And Charlotte comes out and says, "Can't you see she's using you? She knew that if if I won, she wouldn't be able to have a title match because uh, that was supposed to end at end of the line, uh, and then Steph comes out. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's true, or or whatever." Um, Sasha, you can have a chance at being a part of that match um, right now up against Bailey. If you beat Bailey, then you can be in a fatal, uh, not fatal three, a triple threat match for the title at WrestleMania. Either way, Charlotte's in that match. Blah blah blah. So we get Charlotte, ver- not Charlotte. Charlotte is on commentary, which is great. This is my, <laughs> this is my favorite uh, moment outside of the moments. So I guess it's like my third favorite moment on Raw. Um, Charlotte says, while at the commentary table, she says, I, I beat her flair and square. And we cut to the, <laughs> we cut to the table and she has this smile but none of the rest of the commentary team 
says anything. It doesn't look like they even react. I should watch it back and see if Corey at least smirks um, in response to it. But it, it, it totally slips past them. And I think it's uh, it, it should be appre- more appreciated all around. She's one of the major contributor, tr- contributors to uh, using their own name in wordplay along with blissertation and declaration that Becky responds with um, the next night. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was probably my favorite thing about this match. But anyway, um, Dana and Charlotte try to get involved um, when Sasha Banks is getting the upper hand. They don't want her to win, obviously, because then her odds drastic go down at Sacrifice. Uh, WrestleMania, um, when when you throw Sasha Banks in the mix, mix your odds go drastic, drastic go down. Um, Sasha does win with the Banks statement, and so we are going to get a triple threat match. Neither of the women's championships are going to be one on one matches, unless the thing about the SmackDown. Um, women's championship match at WrestleMania, it will be against every available female superstar. And uh, if Alexa goes on a rampage and injures everybody before then to make sure that there's only one female, oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. What she does that, uh, it's like her whole plan for the next three weeks she takes people out one by one, two per episode even, and uh, they're all injured, uh, except for, or she thinks that everybody's injured. So it's like, well, we can't have the match because there's nobody available. And then, uh, I I don't remember how her music sounds like. Um, otherwise, I, I was going to sing it just now. Uh, Asuka comes out like, I'm available Nah, nah, nah. Um, she wouldn't say any of that, but uh, she comes out and then totally kicks Alexa's butt. And then later on in the night, uh, Asuka then challenges Charlotte, who uh, presumably wins the, the title back from Bailey. Um, and is like, I, I want that title now, too. She's holding her NXT and the SmackDown titles, and then what, whatever happens, happens. Uh, as she has won the title, then it's announced that, okay, well, the NXT Women's Championship, you have to vacate it. So now we're going to have the Women's Championship Tournament on NXT. Or, well, it's not. It, well, it's like uh, NXT adjacent. It's for that title, though. That would be cool. Um, and we keep Asuka undefeated because the night before, she would have uh, defeated ember moon and i i like ember moon but i don't think that she should should uh defeat asuka i don't think anybody should defeat asuka until tomorrow like every time you ask me i'll say okay tomorrow they can and then you ask me tomorrow and i say no tomorrow 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 i keep saying tomorrow because she is the empress of tomorrow i talked about her like time travel possible or um um what's it clairvoyance um i think should be part of that empress of tomorrow um thing uh anyhow what what was i talking about 
Uh, oh, then our the final segment of Raw, Braun Strowman calls out Roman Reigns. Uh, instead, the Undertaker comes out. Braun backs down. Then Roman Reigns comes out and says, hey, "It's my yard now." Then uh, he's calling. He called for me, old man. Or <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. But uh, Undertaker just looks at him. And then choke slams him and uh, walks away. So there we have it. Episode 1241 of Raw. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Like we haven't already been talking about SmackDown mostly already anyway. Um, Daniel Bryan, he thinks that Orton should uh, be in the WrestleMania match. And Shane thinks that AJ should be in the WrestleMania match. Um, and then AJ comes out and like, this is a conspiracy. The Flat Earth Society knows what you guys are up to. No, no mentions of the Flat Earth Society. But, um, yeah, uh, this development with uh, with AJ, uh, he loses the match, but not after one of the f- most fun endings. That's not like a silly ending but it's uh just like a, a a prime display of both uh superstars abilities uh aj styles goes for that springboard phenomenal forearm but it's uh it's a fake out randy orton goes for the rko he he grabs a whole handful a whole double handful of nothing lands flat on his back and aj gets ready to hit the uh invert uh, not the invert the the 450 springboard 450 splash uh in in uh to follow up but randy gets away and aj rolls um to recover from it since he wasn't connecting with anything and uh that's the the opening that randy needs he pops aj up into the air and hits an rko for the win so randy was in the main event wrestlemania AJ has been screwed. I mean, he, no, nobody cheated in this match or anything, but all the circumstances leading up to him be, having to be in this match is is very, very shady. Very shady. Even though Shane was, was thought that AJ Styles deserved to be in the match, uh, he goes backstage and yells at Shane. And so the seeds are further sown... No, they're further cultivated. Because sown is when you're, with, like, after it's all done. The the development finishing would be when they're sown. They're, they're further cultivated, I think, is the right word. And uh, we'll see what happens next week with that. We had John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Carmella and James Ellsworth. A match that James Ellsworth would never be, never, ever, ever be prepared for but he does have his big hog um gear on he looks kind of like little Cass. is he he matches carmella um with that like uh was it leopard print or whatever it is and um and uh his his t-shirt that exposes one i didn't i didn't notice but i'm assuming that like big Cass's shirt it's uh always always displays his right nipple. Um but yeah, little cast big hog. Uh he gets destroyed. He gets destroyed once he do- does finally make it into the ring as Nikki Bella tags in John Cena. 
Uh, Carmella has to entice him into going going into the ring. John Cena is like, this is ridiculous. This is dumb. Why do we even agree to this? Um, we had an awkward, awkwardly timed five-knuckle shuffle. Uh, and then a double attitude adjustment. And then a double STF from... Nikki Bella and John Cena, but it's John Cena and uh, James Ellsworth who are legal. So uh, James tapping out gets the win. Uh, and then we got a, an Eminem attack who were on commentary for the, the match previously. Eminem. I'm going to start referring uh, to Maurice and the Miz as Eminem. Um, or maybe just as the Miz and Maurice or Maurice and Miz, M- Maurice and Mies. And that requires a Mariz and me solution. A Mariz, Mar- I, I watched too much Seinfeld. I just watched the um the one with Susie. There's Suze. Oh, Suze? You know, we had a we had a thing together a, a while back. Her too. Um, great episode. It's it's kind of interesting how uh there's so much in a single episode. That if you haven't seen it in a while, you think that it's all from like different episodes. That there's one episode about the bookie getting his hands, uh, his hands banged up, um, and then a whole other episode with Susie, um, Elaine's figment, uh, doppelganger coworker, and uh, I forget. I already forget everything else that happens in the episode because there's stuff going on with Kramer as well. And, um, yeah, it's all in one episode. It's in one episode. Great stuff. Anyway, um, up next we had, uh, Kurt, Kurt Hawkins in the ring calls out Dean Ambrose. Says, hey, come out here and fight me or whatever he says. And, uh, Dean does, he, uh, he lays him out immediately and, uh, goes right into, to calling out Baron Corbin. Uh, hilarious, hilarious. And then he hits him with the dirty deeds outside of the ring on his way back out to go on the search for Dean, uh, for, uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, he does find Corbin as Corbin, uh, has a security guard. He lies in wait backstage with the security guard, just waiting to throw this guy at Dean Ambrose. And then a brawl ensues. Uh, and, uh, they, they end up by a pitch, uh, not a pitchfork, a uh, forklift. And as soon as I see that forklift, they, oh no, no, he's not, no way he uses that. But then why would they have it in, in this scene? Um, yep. Yep. He is using it. He is crushing Dean Ambrose with a forklift. Um, so, uh, the conclu- uh, conclusion of this brawl, Actually, it's not the full conclusion because I guess uh, Dean like fought his way out of the ambulance to try and go back to fight him later or something. Um, and I guess I was on uh, just online or I don't I don't know. I heard about it. Maybe somebody just made up that that happened. But uh, yeah, this this brawl continues, and uh, it's definitely going to be these two for the Intercontinental Title uh, at WrestleMania. Is it going to be? A crazy bonkers hardcore match. I hope it's a pitchfork, not pitchfork, a forklift match where they each pilot uh, a forklift 
and uh, they they fight them like a like a demolition derby style or like a battle bots. Uh, that could be kind of fun. And they they're trying to flip the other forklift using the forklift part of it. It's gonna happen. Forklifts can lift other other forklifts. I think they're designed to be able to do that. That way you can like daisy chain them and lift stuff really really high. No, that is not why you do it. That is not why you do it. You do it so that you can load a forklift onto a truck to be used um, later on uh, to be transported elsewhere. Um, anyway, uh, we got two entrants to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, one on SmackDown and one on Talking Smack. Mojo Rawley enters. Uh, Dolph gives him a slow cl- clap. Um, Dolph feuding with Mojo Rawley. I think makes a lot more sense than with Cruz and or Kalisto. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I, I guess Dolph is probably going to be in the battle Royal also. So we'll get a moment between them. And then later on, on talking smack, uh, Apollo Cruz enters the, the fray as well. Um, so that's, that's a good start. Good start from SmackDown. I mean, I get it's pretty much assumed everybody who's not, in uh, a match otherwise is going to be in there. We had no t- no tag team. Not, not even any mentions of any of the tag teams in this episode. That's the only disappointing thing. You know what? For that, I, I, I think I have to bump SmackDown Live down a notch. Because the lack of, of tag teams is a drag. Come on. What's going on with these guys? Are American Alpha going to even have a match? At WrestleMania, they've got to. It's got to be American Alpha versus the Usos. Even if it's on, it might be on the kickoff show. The kickoff show with seven of the 38 matches of the night. Uh, Next, we had the Blissertation. Um, Alexa Bliss was going to announce who she's going to fight at WrestleMania, but she's interrupted by a declaration by Becky Lynch. Um, and, uh, everybody else keeps c- coming out and they're like, no, no, no it's going to be against me. It's going to be against me. And then Mickey James is like, ah, it's obviously going to be against me. Right. And Alexa's like, no, no, you know what? I'm not even going to say it anymore. Cause you're all ruining my blistertation. And Daniel Bryan comes out and says, uh, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be fighting everybody who's available. So how about that? And Alexa's not happy about it but she's come to terms with it a little bit more on talking smack she's like well yeah i'm i'm the best so that's fine and uh daniel asked him well who were you going to announce as your opponent and she kind of dodges the question she does dodge the question because she doesn't answer it um so yeah i i was very much oh yeah we had a uh we ended up with the match Right then, after the blistertation between uh, the tag teams of Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Natalia and Becky Lynch, um, not a good, not a great situation for Becky. Uh, the ending we had Nat suplexing Becky, and then Alexa steals the pin away from Mickey James, and then after the win, Mickey James hits Alexa with a Mick kick. So things are getting crazy. Things are ri- so many ridiculous things around here. 
not as ridiculous. Last week was way more ridiculous, but um, but yeah, Mickey James turning on Alexa Bliss. We'll see how that turns out. Them one on one before WrestleMania would be would be a lot of fun to see. Um, and then we have the main events. Randy Orton defeats AJ Styles with that pop up RKO that I talked about. Um, AJ has a very good point. Before the match, he says. He burns down a man's house, and he gets rewarded for it. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. This place is insane. So, but but that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Um, so moving on to talking smack, I think I already mentioned everything that was great about this. Um, uh, at the beginning, Daniel Bryan gives Renee some crap about being on Raw Talk again. He says, don't be on shows that are bad. Yes, yes, please. Renee, stay away from Raw Talk. It's it's awful. Um, it, it was a lot better um, with Renee on it, but it's still still not great. Um, the, the whole episode of Talking Smack is great, so go check it out. Uh, now, 205 Live, um, we had Austin Aries interview himself, and then Neville comes out and he says, you're not on my level. And... Aries says, you're right, you're A-level, and I'm A-double-level. And then Neville levels his response by saying, uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm not A-level, I'm the, the Neville-level. And then Aries issues his challenge to anybody who has a problem with him jumping to the front of the line after being uh, out of action for the entire existence of 205 Live so far. He wasn't even in the Cruiserweight championship who is this guy thinks he can just come in here go to the front of the line well that's exactly what neville did didn't he didn't he he wasn't in the cruiserweight championship uh cruiserweight classic either uh he just comes in strutting out of nowhere claiming to be the king of the cruiserweights uh so why can't austin aries do the same he backs it up in his match against uh tony nice uh, he defeats him with a roaring elbow. Um, another great moment from that match was uh, the handshake beforehand. Tony Nice just grabs his finger like a little dainty handshake. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, we also had uh, Sw- Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher versus Noam Dar and Arya Daivari. Um, beforehand, Swan was trying to teach Jack how to dance, or a specific dance, not how to dance in general. And... <laughs> And uh, Noam Dar comes in and he's like, well, isn't that cute? <laughs> Any time that I talk, uh, I'm just going to start doing a uh, a Shrek impression <laughs> when I'm uh, when I'm speaking as Noam Dar. Donkey. Donkey, have you seen Alicia Fox? Um. The, the the match ended with a phoenix splash by Swan on Noam Dar, and then uh, we got some chocolates for Alicia Fox. Noam Dar is angry that the delivery guy is is late. This delivery guy—it's the same delivery guy as the night before. This guy has a huge route. I don't blame him for being late. Man, he was in uh, what was it, Chicago the night before? Now he's in Indianapolis. Man. Man, he had to drive just as far as uh, all they did. But he had to deliver all kinds of packages along the way. 
well, chocolates or flowers, flowers and chocolate. I guess it's not that big of a deal. Uh, still, still pretty far apart on different stops on his, on his route. Um, we also had Akira Dozawa versus Brian Kendrick, not the Brian Kendrick, a Brian Kendrick lesson. Number six, always lead. Always read the fine print. Tozawa, this your opponent tonight. No, I need to work on that impression a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's just some guy who's also named Brian Kendrick, but Brian with a Y. Tozawa wins the match, and the the uh, conflict continues. Where has Tajiri been? We gotta get Tajiri and Tozawa against Brian Kendrick and whoever. Whoever he can weasel into being his tag team partner. That's got to be what we're working towards. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, maybe next week we'll get a backstage segment with, uh, with Tozawa going over to Tajiri. He's like, this guy. This guy. this You know, this guy. He sucks. So uh, next week it's announced that we'll have a number one contenders match which I assume Austin Aries is going to win. He's got to win. Because Austin Aries versus Neville at WrestleMania would be fantastic. And uh, if it doesn't happen, I'll be pretty disappointed. So we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. That brings us to NXT. Uh, we open with Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. Uh, he, Eric Young leaves sanity the rest of his crew behind at the entranceway as if to say all right it's one-on-one we don't need this extra distraction but it's it's a it's a it's a ruse as sanity drags out roderick strong from the back they've beaten him up and uh brawl ensues uh no way jose comes out lends a hand but ultimately sanity beats them all to a pulp so, uh, so yeah, so we open up, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are trying to find a place in the performance center to hang their breakout star of the year award. And, uh, as they're doing so, they come across Ember Moon who, uh, who, who can't stand them. It's like, get, get out of here. And, uh, one of the trainers, uh, keeps them from getting into a fight. Instead, we get Billy Kay versus Ember Moon. Which, of course, Ember Moon wins with an eclipse. Uh, before she even hits that eclipse, uh, Billy Kay seems like totally out of it. She gets hit with a kick to the face, and she kind of like is at an, a weird angle, her hand raised towards the sky, kind of a, a blank look on her face. Very, very effective uh, kick there. And uh, so it, it was over before it was even over. I'd say, and uh, we end up with the announcement because of the results of this match. Uh, William Regal announces at uh, Takeover Orlando, it'll be Billy, not Billy, <laughs> it'll be Ember Moon versus Asuka for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, so that'll be a great match. I'm looking forward to that. See them one on one without all this Australian nonsense. Maybe that they, they do get involved because they can't stand the fact. I mean, it will look like Ember Moon is about to beat Asuka and uh, there'll be this interference. They just can't stand 
that Ember Moon might might win that championship. I don't know. I don't know. It it there's no need for there to be interference, but it would make sense for their characters for that to happen. It wouldn't help. It wouldn't help Asuka and Ember Moon at all, though. We had Andrade San Almas defeat Ho Ho Loon uh, with a hammerlock DDT. Uh, he just destroyed Ho Ho Loon. He didn't. Loon barely got any offense in. I felt like. Um, so may, hopefully we'll see him in more better action later on because we haven't seen him since the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't think. Um, we had a thing with Authors of Pain and the revival, uh, so that will probably be a match at Takeover. That's not announced yet. Then we have the main event for NXT. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura makes his return after his uh, injury versus Bobby Roode. Um, up against TJ Perkins. Uh, TJ Perkins targets Nakamura's leg uh, to kind of take advantage of that, but it's not enough. Nakamura uh, hits him with a single leg backbreaker using his other leg, uh, followed by a suplex and then the Kinshasa to win the match. So it is it, a de- decent match. Um, worth checking out. Uh, the best match of the episode. That's for sure. Um, and uh, then it's announced that whoever wins next week between Bobby Roode and Cassius Ono will face Nakamura at TakeOver Orlando. Um, so we'll see what happens next week with that. Uh, that's everything for week 10 of wwe 2017 let me know what you thought about this week by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today thanks for tuning in and i'll be back next week with wwe 2017 week 11 bye